Welcome to the Unsupervised Mom Podcast, a weekly conversation about the grins and grime of single motherhood while learning to navigate it God's way. I'm your host, Javon Brown, Christian leader, educator, business owner, and most importantly, mom. I'm not a single mom expert. I'm an expert at being the type of mom God has called me to be. And so are you. I know that God wants us to excel in everything we do. And this includes parenting, even while going at it seemingly unsupervised. For more insights and inspiration, follow the unsupervised mom on Instagram and take this journey with me. While I hope you love listening to and learning from the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a Christian pastor, counselor, or physician. Hey, mamas. When my daughter was born, my mother stayed with me for a couple weeks to help me adjust to my new normal. Not only did she show me how to manage catering to the needs of my newborn, but this alongside managing my own personal needs as a mom and just as a woman. And it felt so fluid with her being there, but when it was time for her to get back to her new normal, I felt this weight of uncertainty around the juggle. I remember reaching out to my mom. I called her on her cell phone, but my father ended up picking up her phone because she was taking a nap. I tried to swallow the frog choking me while I attempted to tell him that nothing was wrong when clearly everything felt wrong. He then spoke three words that caused a flood of tears that I could no longer avoid. Are you sure? I assumed he wouldn't understand what I was going through because, well, he clearly was not a woman, nor was he my mom. And the reality is that moms have a different touch in moments where a mom is actually needed. Well, like that when compared to a dad, of course. And yes, he was my father. And yes, extremely wise. But I didn't think he would know how to navigate me through the moment considering that he never birthed a child. And he couldn't exactly relate to the changes and discomfort in my body. He never had to raise children on his own. And again, he was not an actual mom. I instantly broke down crying and I said, I'm so tired and I just want to take a shower. He told me to breathe and to try to calm myself so I could hear some of his suggestions. He then told me that what he was going to share with me was not just for motherhood, but my new normal overall. He mentioned that I didn't have to get everything done, but that I was to manage one task, one commitment at a time. He also suggested that I reorganize my needs to work for me and not necessarily just for my daughter. He reminded me that while adjusting was challenging, as is the reality of raising a new human, I was capable of doing hard things. And once I got into a rhythm, some moments wouldn't feel so daunting. So I calmed and I started to talk through some ways I wanted to prep her bottles, how I wanted to pump and do laundry and clean and manage again my own personal needs. And he helped me come up with a better system to ignite how I approach this new normal. I was also reminded to be gentle with myself. So look at that. Who would have thought 
that a dad or a non-mom is what I like to call them would have held so much empathy and understanding about a thing that he could not biologically resonate with. But the gift was that he could relate to doing life and having to get used to new normals. He got married at 27, had me sometime after, and was the only man in a house full of estrogen. Between me, my mom, and my sisters, he was surrounded. Adjusting was his specialty were I to see it that way. The revelation is that doing life, living, moving, and having our being in God, especially when carrying new normals, is best accomplished through a system we can steward healthily and consistently. A steward is a person who looks after the passengers on a ship, aircraft, or train, and tends to their needs while traveling or journeying. They are someone who is responsible for resources and overall keeps order and supervises arrangements. My father gave me insight, mamas, that was just not for the parent me, but the child of God me. It was important that I filtered my new normal through the larger lens of stewardship over the lens of just mommyhood, which is all I was consumed with at the time. And sometimes we become so engrossed in meeting the needs of our children that we sacrifice our own needs and desires to hit the mark of, I just have to do it in order to combat the very real reality that is doing mommyhood all on our own or well rather unsupervised. We will organize the fridge and snack drawer to build their independence, but we won't sit down with a financial advisor to help us reorganize our financial condition. We'll successfully add all of the extracurriculars to their schedule because we want to build well-rounded children, but we won't prioritize self-care. Stewarding our big, bold lives means having to ask ourselves a very important question. What am I doing that's working well in my life overall? And what could I do better so as to add and not subtract years from my life? I placed this question before God some years ago, and not only did he show me where the strengths and gaps were in my life, but he also showed me four areas I should be filtering my healthy stewardship through. Is it safe? Is it sane? Is it smart and is it secure? In each of these areas, I was able to list what I needed to execute in order to own safety, sanity, smarts, and security for myself and of course, my daughter. God was showing me that I'd taste and see the fruit of each of these if I truly desired to master healthy stewardship in my life. And it's interesting because then the question is like, why is God so interested in us stewarding life healthily? In the third book of John chapter one, verse two, we see that there is this explanation of good health. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. So not only are we reminded of how significant we are as God's beloved, which is whom he dearly loves, but a prayer that all may go well is an asking that goes beyond a single aspect of our lives, but a plural aspect 
for every area of our lives, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and other areas that may come to mind. These all make up this very thing that we happen to call life. And when all is going well, our health increases because from our core, there is a commitment to the healthiness that God desires for us. And in that, our souls are also healthy. So the practice of healthy stewardship is an act of choosing good health in life in the way that the Father desires. You ever notice how your day looks or your heart feels when you're, you've built up or started your morning in a way that you actually prefer? Whenever I'm rushed into the morning's obligations, I've had yet to really dive into some time with the Father. The rest of my day feels incomplete. I feel totally out of whack. But when I steward my morning in a way that demonstrates a practice of healthy stewardship, I am better for myself, before God, for my daughter, and definitely for others. Choosing healthy life stewardship is choosing a you that gets better day by day. It's choosing to live life as a representation of the goodness of God. And every area of our lives gets to be stewarded with intentionality, intelligence, and God input. Nothing we commit to stewarding should be decided upon without God's input. And God's input is what matures our intentionality and raises our ability to apply his wisdom in all things. God doesn't send us out to live life without instructions or a system. The Bible alone is a wellspring of instructions and a God-modeled system. In Genesis, we find that God models a series of orchestration and then he rested. He was strategic in naming and speaking into the void and just as strategic when he rested. This should be the how behind us stewarding our lives because God literally spoke, he worked, he orchestrated in such a way that we are still living on and through what he spoke and put in place. God's orchestration, God's intentionality, God's stewardship over creation is literally still affecting us today. Now, how did God manage to accomplish all of this? Well, of course, he's God. He's sovereign. He's omniscient. He's all of the things that make him so big and bold. But this is also where the four areas make the most sense. God works safely. He did not haphazardly throw anything together. So not only did he work safely, but he also measured and aligned smartly. God was thoughtful about where he placed the stars and where he placed the sun and whether to speak light or not. He also soberly decided on the foundation we needed to thrive as humans and secured himself here here with us so that we could live abundantly. God was thinking of us in the process of stewarding the universe. That is a big, bold decision to make. And where we sabotage our stewardship is when we forget that our father, our sovereign God, gives us the example of stewarding big and boldly. But this also comes when we begin to operate outside of the God-proof system. 
Let's take a look at Adam and Eve, for example. Adam and Eve were on the garden scene. Everything was laid out gorgeously for them. They had everything in place. They did not want for a single thing. Eve, however, has an unsafe conversation, which led her to make an unwise decision. This shifted the sane dynamic that God gave them. And from that, the overall security that was given to us completely changed in a moment. That is until Christ redeemed us. So when we look at Eve's decisions, when we look at her lack of safety, the lack of sanity, when we look at the lack of smarts applied, and ultimately the lack of security, we see that there is one common factor that breaks down our stewardship, and that is sin. Sin breaks down our ability to steward our lives the way God intends. Sin doesn't always look as obvious as we think it does. It's not as obvious as we've listed in our minds or possibly condemned other people to. Sometimes sin can look as basic as telling an untruth on an application. It could also be adding hours to your work schedule that you did not honestly work. It could be a misuse of resources or a mishandling of the gifts that are given to us. It could also be low self-care and low self-love. And because healthy stewardship leads us to victory, anything that opposes victory is bondage. We cannot be in bondage to Christ if we won't see God to get us out of bondage to what does not serve us or propel us to serve him better. And God truly desires that we not only serve him with all of who we are, but in that, God wants to see us live big, bold, well-stewarded lives. Romans 14 and 8 says, For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then whether we live or whether we die, we are in fact the Lord's. Now I believe Jesus is the ultimate model of stewarding a big, bold life. He did not make decisions without God the Father. He always prioritized prayer. He gave abundantly. He lived in authority. He honored the truth. He never took shortcuts or manipulated the system. He remained active in faith and in serving others. He fostered the assignment that was given to him, and he did not make a comparison to the assignments of others. He did not waste resources. He lived out the word and the system. He also understood the enemy and knew its tactics, and he fully surrendered to God his own life. Mama, you are far more than capable of stewarding your life boldly and in a God-sized way. So ask yourself, what can I do to ensure my safety? What can I do to ensure my sanity? What can I do to ensure that I'm making smart decisions? And what can I do to ensure my security? Anything that you choose, any answer that you give yourself in those moments are going to, of course, positively or negatively add 
to the condition of your soul, the condition of your relationship with your children, the condition of your relationship with the father, and certainly the condition of your home. So lay out what comes to mind before God and raise your expectation for him to show you how to apply his insight to your manner of stewarding. Steward big, steward boldly, and may all go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. That's it for this week, but that's not all. If you have some ideas about what you'd like to see featured on the podcast, let me know. I have some sweet plans, but your input is welcome. Feel free to send an email to hello at theunsupervisedmom.com. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at theunsupervisedmom, where this important conversation is in full color. The official hashtag for the podcast is hashtag unsupervisedmomlife. I'm your host, Javon Brown, and I'd love for you to subscribe and tell your single mom friends to do the same. Go on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to download the show and catch the weekly episodes. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. And remember, Mama, you are she, seen, heard, and enough. I love you. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. Later, y'all.